Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Welcome to podcast number... I don't know. Should I look? Is it eight? I think it's eight. I'm just going to confidently say eight because that's what I feel like it is. But if it's wrong, it's also fine. It's fine. (laughs) Honestly, so last week we did not do a podcast because we're just busy. Um, And we just want to do these when we feel like it versus like forced to do it so we were just yeah busy unless somebody week. wants to pay us to do it yeah then we'll then, then we'll do it on yeah. your schedule <laughs> um no we're just winging it today we didn't do one last week um and we are in different scenery today we're in my porch it's our favorite <laughs> fave place to hang we have a little propane fire and it's rainy outside it is what's the day today i don't even know mm, it's wednesday, wednesday but i feel like it should be like next wednesday because this week is so fucking long um, yeah, so we have no idea what we're going to talk about. I was just going to prompt Sophie with some questions. <laughs> so, usually I'm very chatty. You're pretty chatty, too. Yeah, but I just can't. She likes the train of thought, but today I thought I'd really provoke her and just wing it because we, we just didn't know what to talk about. I have lots of things I always want to talk about, um, but I thought I was going to start with this because I... Okay, so I I googled some things to talk about. <laughs> this really funny podcast list came up. I just want to read some of these ideas really quick. I want to find the ballet one. I thought it was so funny. Okay, it says, this is an idea. Narrate from people who don't know what's going on. And then here's an example of what they said. Get someone unfamiliar with ballet to watch ballet and explain what's going on. Talk about the top 10 lists, and then one of those says wrestling moves. You, what if you did yoga? So what if like, you had somebody who has no, like Logan? Has oh, it'd be so funny. Has no and idea what watch. yoga is. And <laughs> yeah. You could do it, and he could narrate it. That would be so funny. We should do that for a podcast sometime. Logan can be a guest. Because he literally has no idea. And plus, he never, well, it will get him good. It will get him to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, her legs up I don't know you have to give him a couple beers <laughs> yes okay so the one that I came across that I was like just start the podcast and we'll start talking um this one says ask people if they know how to do certain things tell me all about the day you uh, learned to ride a bike I remember the day I learned <laughs> to ride a bike this is a traumatized <laughs> story my brother was gonna teach me how to ride a bike well this is without training wheels i don't remember how to ride a bike before oh, yeah, training wheels. that was so young i'm remembering this day because we lived in aber and i don't know how old i was probably between <laughs> four and six we'll estimate that and i think my brother's friend was over and caught a snapping turtle in our yard and then i was trying to learn how to ride a bike and i crashed into the pavement because my brother forced me to ride a bike without training wheels <laughs> and you distinctly remember the day did you learn that day I don't know that's the only time I remember <laughs> it's the only thing I remember cool story bro <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't remember the riding the bike thing but I do remember 
my mom's probably gonna be like, "You're saying this wrong." And what I've, if I have it wrong too? I, know. I don't know. Maybe that's not right. But because apparently, according to Dax Shepard on the Armchair Expert podcast, if you ever want to be a guest, I'm always just shouting him out. Hopefully, he says yes one day. But um, yeah, so he says that our memories are based off of more so like pictures. Yeah. And that's how we think of things versus, like, we don't really have good memory. So, this could be wrong, again. But Mary, or was it Joey? I don't remember. But they learned how to ride a bike. But they didn't learn how to stop riding a bike. And so they got super far away and my parents lost them. I think my dad and my mom and had to go find them. I think that's so funny. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I Bo's, Bo's very far away from riding a bike. Oh, we could do a potty training update. Um, I'm manifesting it. So if for all of you who don't know what that means, um, it means you think of something and you just keep saying it's going to happen and then it happens. So I That's bought... That's what I keep doing with this whole COVID thing. I'm like, it's just <laughs> yeah. going to end. It's just going to end. It's just going to end and one day it's going to end. And then one it's day I'll great. wake up and it'll be done. Yes. <laughs> so if I just keep telling myself that... Then it will. And then it's then going it to happen. Then, then it's it w- true. It will, and it's better than saying it's not going to happen and being depressed for three months. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> so it's going to happen. It's, it's gonna going to going to happen. So that's how you manifest. So I bought. Well, you were with me when I got Bo that toilet seat mm-hmm. and some underwear, mm-hmm. and then I got him some more underwear yesterday. And I just kept saying like he's going to need these. Um, they're a size too big, so it might be when he grows more because it seems like it's taking forever but um no potty draining update besides manifesting okay I want to ask you a few more of these and then we'll get on to it do you know how to solve algebra wait what was that (laughs) I don't even know algebraic equations is that how you say that like algebra yeah but yeah yes okay yeah do you know really I mean I took algebra and algebra too so if I gave you a question right now could you do it Maybe. It's been a while. Do you want me I to? I went to school for dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to school for, like, medical things, so I did, like, all the algebra stuff, but then I did not. But Do I still did it. want to know something so sad? You know, I don't know if you have to for NDSU, but for NDSCS to, like, actually get into the program, you have to take this test. And I don't think it's, like, anything to do with nursing. I think it's just, like, a baseline test. And you cannot use calculator, and you have to multiply. And I literally cannot fucking remember how to multiply. Writing out. I have no idea. That's so dumb, because if you work in a hospital, you're going to use a calculator. Obviously. Nobody's going to be like, you're always going to use calculator. I need to add up these medications in my brain. Yeah, or (laughs) you, if you need to use, like, long division or something, which I don't fucking know who does that, but, like... You're going to go into a career that does only math, or you're going to have a calculator. Yeah. And I was like, I will never forget where I was sitting, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do algebra. Whenever. No, <laughs> this is so funny. When I, every time I send off invoices to my clients. Sorry, you can hear the trains. We're in the porch. Yeah, it's fine. It's Wapton. It's Wapton. Um, uh, every time I do, like, like deposits it's, it's always like half of the total is the deposit so like for instance if the total for the session is two hundred dollars the deposit is a hundred dollars but i will do 200 divided by two 
in my calculator just to make sure that I have it right for my clients. And then I will do a hundred uh, times two to make sure it just double check. <laughs> like I, so we're really good at math. <laughs> no, no, I can do it in my head. I just have to make oh, sure. Okay. Cause don't you ever think like, what if, what if I'm wrong? No, maybe that's not you because you're an optimist and I'm a pessimist. And I always think, what if I'm wrong? I sometimes if my clients like, what do I owe? I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only time I ever think I get confused. Well, I actually always am confused with math, but I don't have to do math like that. Like I don't usually send invoicing. And if I do, it's already in the computer as like One whatever it is. And so yeah. if I send it out, the price is set. The hardest so, is when I do weddings and it's 35%. I do that ooh, a lot of times. <laughs> that's really hard. That is when you use the calculator. I hate math so much. I saw this meme once and it was so funny. It was basically talking about like, when you were young, did you ever ask the math teacher a question and then they explained it to you and then they were like, do you get it? And you had no idea what they were talking about, but you said yes because you felt so dumb to ask the question again. And I was like, that was my whole entire math career. And I never took algebra in college because I took it that was offered like college algebra through high school. And I cheated my entire way through because I I could not figure it out. I didn't mind math when I was in high school because I was good at it. But then when I went to college, I did not like it anymore. Do you want to know why I wanted to be good at math? Why? Because the girl on Mean Girls was on Mathletes. I was like, Caddy Heron. Caddy Heron. And I wanted to be like Caddy. So I I wanted to be in the Mathletes, but it never helped. Um, I was in Mathletes. You were? Yeah, I think it was like fifth grade or fourth grade. There's this picture of me. And it's the worst picture in my entire life. I'm not even kidding. Are you sure it's not like that one Logan sent me? It's it's pretty equal to that one. So I I wish you guys could see it. If none of you knew me in elementary school, I had to wear headgear and an expander. (laughs) I didn't have to wear headgear to school, so none of my friends ever saw that. But I had to wear an expander. So there was like... mm, like a year of school where I had like a quarter sized gap between my two front teeth. Really? Because of this expander. So there's this picture of me and it's like Math Olympics or something <laughs> like that. And I'm wearing a neon yellow sweatshirt. <laughs> Taking into consideration I was kind of a chunky little kid. My hair is like down to my freaking crotch long. <laughs> parted right down the middle. What other way would you part it? And I think I had like red glasses on with a big gap between my teeth. Red or blue, one of the two glasses. Do you want to know what I was doing at that age? Hmm. I was chasing boys. I had like three boyfriends. In like fourth grade? Yeah, my first boyfriend was in fifth grade. I don't even remember who it was. I was an ugly duckling. (laughs) I'm not saying I was very cute, but I really liked boys. I used to like pass notes to my friends because... I rode the school bus, but I only re- lived, like, three blocks away from school, and I went to St. Mary's, but, like, my other friends who rode the bus, like, from in the country got to ride with the public school kids, so I'd always, like, give my friends notes to give to the boys. At the public school? <laughs> public school. <laughs> I loved them. I had MSN. Well, I don't know what that age was. Between six. Messenger? Yeah. When you could get grade. all those, like, cool codes. 
that would like make LOL turn into like oh yeah lettering yep I was crazy I'm so embarrassed to admit this but it's part of my life so (laughs) whatever I was so boy crazy and my first boyfriend um actually no he's probably like my third or fourth boyfriend at this age in the sixth grade (laughs) (laughs) I had a boyfriend till I was like in high school Oh, you missed a really good time. <laughs> but I had, he would kick the kickball for me. Um, I got in a lot of trouble. Actually, this is so embarrassing. I think I'm just going to roll with it and tell the story because I'm already in so deep. So I dated this boy in sixth grade. And <laughs> it's so fucked up. We had a, like a baby football. So at recess, we would pretend it was our baby. And my teacher told my parents, and they had to come in multiple times, like, yell at me with the teacher in the classroom to stop saying we had this baby football. And then they were, like, it was days in MSN. Could you set a status? Or was it just, like, okay. Yeah. So, like, or your name, whatever it was, the instant messenger used to be my boyfriend's phone number, but that's, like, his parents' phone number. So then they would call my mom and ask me to, like, take it off because... They don't want everybody knowing their phone number. So embarrassing. Even it's in the phone book. Yeah, really. That's a good point. Why are they judging me? I just like their kid. And then we used to email each other, I love you, with a heart, and then, like, do, like, different colored backgrounds and stuff. And, like, I don't know. Maybe I was just really young, but my parents were so upset with me about that whole thing. And then I will never forget. So he was a grade above me, and he asked me to come into their classroom one day during, like, a free time or something. And he broke up with me, like, he set the screensaver of a computer, and it said, I don't want to date you anymore. And then, like, that was, like, you know how it used to, like, bounce on the screen? Yes. Yes. And he put that and had me read it. And then I went to the bathroom with my friend, and she's like, yeah, I'm dating him now. What? Yes. (laughs) I was just, like, traumatized. Uh, Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm so sorry about all of that to all the people that I supposedly offended. I'm actually so embarrassed more for myself, though. And that was just the beginning. I used to be so crazy, crazy obsessed with boys. And I would, like, call them in the morning before school and always write notes and always text them once I got a phone. I got into a lot of trouble with that. Because my mom gave me a phone very young in life. And then she told me she would never give any other of her kids a phone that early again. Because, mind you, I was boy crazy. So I was dating this boy in the eighth grade. And, like, our text. I don't know when I got my phone. It must have been, like, 14. I don't know. Mom, if you're out there, tell me how old I was. Tell us all the wrong things (laughs) we're saying today. Um, But I had a phone and... I don't even want to explain the story because it's so embarrassing. But... I feel like it just adds to everything else that I said prior. So I was texting this boy. We were good friends, and I finally figured out he liked me. And then naturally we developed a relationship where we said I love you because what 13-year-old does not know love? And, like, the messages we would use to send because we went to Catholic school (laughs) was, like, you love Jesus first the most, and then you love your boyfriend. (laughs) So my text messages, I was, like, telling him that, like, I loved Jesus the most and then I loved him. And my mom wanted to see my phone and I didn't want her to see it. And so, like, of course she thought that the worst thing ever was on the phone. And it was like that. So she probably would have been proud of me. But I, like, refused to give her my phone 
And then I was so sad because I got it taken away for an entire month. And then I got grounded for a long time. It was so annoying. And then I never got the boyfriend again because I didn't have a phone so we couldn't talk. (laughs) You remember when phones used to have signatures? Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) My signature. And it would be like, it would be like. I don't think I ever had one, though. Mine would be like slash and then it would be Sophie Grace, but it would be like. Uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase. Did any of yours ever say anything about horses? Did they? No! (laughs) I saw this podcast idea and it was like talking about your favorite animal and I'm not even shitting you. It was like, say a girl loves a horse. What sound do horses make? And I was laughing so hard. I forgot to send that to you today. We just really, it was so funny. Mary, if you're listening, give me a laugh. Um, we were struggling a lot to figure out what to do for a podcast today, so we just thought we'd talk about random things. But what was the thing you told me right when we, we came in? Oh, yeah, how life was – we'll kind of dive into a little bit. We don't have to talk it was, about it. It was like, kind of like how, like, um, like, we've evolved into not doing, like, the generic life timeline, kind of. You know, where, like, back in the day, like, um, people, they graduated high school, they maybe went to college, they got married, they had kids, and that was it. Where now it just seems like there's a lot more people that, like, move in together and travel and career-focused or, like, they don't, like, put everything into just, like, one thing. You know what? I kind of want to, okay, I want to come back to that, but, like, something that's popping in my head right now that my clients always say to me, or we talk about a lot because I have a lot of clients who are, like, maybe my parents age or a little bit younger um because it kind of when you say that it kind of transitions my thought process into like people don't necessarily think we're selfish but we do a lot of self-motivated things versus like you said maybe graduate go travel live with somebody do a b and c versus like have a kid get a career blah 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 and that kind of flips into my head um a lot of the times, like extremely back in the day and then maybe in our parents' era too, people didn't do self-care. Like it was not a thing to do stuff like that. And so I think that's like a, that like kind of intertwines with the way people are these days. It is very normal for me to like spend money to get a massage. I get a pedicure. I go to yoga. I buy and you can relate to this, obviously, yeah, all I, of this. I do all of but the above. But, like, you know, <laughs> investing in yourself, investing in food, investing in your career. All of those things were, like, they never did that. And so a lot of the things that we do for ourselves now seems like a luxury to them. Yeah. Which is so interesting because I'm, like, I just don't understand how people survived. And something that I think about, and then we'll talk about this, but it's so interesting to me. You know, like, a lot of people didn't used to get massages and... I physically feel like I need one for my shoulder and I know you need one for your shoulder. And I'm always so curious. I'm like, do people just not have pain or do they just not talk about (laughs) The other day I was driving and I was thinking and I was like, I wonder if everybody else is as messed up as I am. I know. Or like even always in pain. Because Sophie, I just told you this yesterday. I'm like, she said she didn't feel good. And I was like, I feel like you never feel good. Like you always have a headache or something like that. And in the movies, they never talk about they their back pain. They never talk about it. They never talk about how much pain they're in all the time. I'm like, are other people in pain as well? Like are other people 
Is it normal to just have a throbbing shoulder? Mine is literally throbbing <laughs> as we speak. And I've already taken Tylenol and tried to cut myself today. And we just don't talk about it? Or do other people just like never have issues? That's what I was, I was literally actually thinking about so that curious day. Let us know. Write us in somewhere. <laughs> do you guys just not complain as much as us? Or do you feel the pain? But that is so interesting. Sometimes I wake up. And, like, I know we both had a roughly week last week where we just felt like absolute shit. And I figured it out. It's my multivitamin. Oh, yeah, you I did was, figure it out. That you I was taking in the morning without food. And my mom was like, yeah, you can't do that. And I was like, thanks, Mom, for telling me a week later. <laughs> I just PMSed super hard. But same. We both felt like shit. And I'm like, I truly just wonder. I'm like, do I always? Because I feel like nine times out of ten I wake up and I'm like, I feel like garbage. I have a headache almost every day. <laughs> yeah. I like, or like, I'm unmotivated. I do not want to do life. And so I am so curious. I'm like, do people just like put on a smile through their pain all day, every day? Or do people genuinely like feel good? Right? <laughs> I don't know. I always tell my mom this. I'm always like, or maybe it's not just mom. I don't know who I tell. Anybody who I tell this. If they complain about something, I'm like, man, life is just a whole bunch of fucking suffering all of the time. You know what I think about too sometimes, which you're going to laugh at me, but I'm like, do animals have pain too? I'm like, does my dog get a headache? I actually give Libby massages. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, does my dog get a headache? Does he, obviously he gets a tummy ache. He pukes like every night. Yeah. But like. But then you wonder, I, I sometimes think like if they do have a tummy ache, like. They probably just throw up and then feel fine. Then they feel fine. But like the other day I was going to take them for a run and I was like, what if they have a headache right now and I'm forcing them to run? I know. I think that too. Or sometimes if Libby's <laughs> tired and I'm like, we're going for a run, which she's always excited about. But I'm like, man, what if her legs hurt or something? <laughs> she does not want Like cause sometimes when I run, I'm like, the, I think about that too. Cause you know, when you run some days you're like, I just do not want to do this. And like. Do your dogs feel like that? Do my dogs feel like that? I don't know. Anyway, but self-care. Self-care. Going back to that, because I think it kind of intertwines. I don't necessarily, like, I think there was such a norm, and I hate to say back in the day, because this might even be 10 years ago, but there was just such a norm to do things a specific way, and I feel like our age is not like that It's not like that. It's, like, broken. And a lot of people who are older than me or who are trapped in that mindset, um, because we live in Wapton, so it's kind of not... Um, Open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But it's true. <laughs> um, it's very true. But people, the number one thing I hate, and, like, you will probably start to hate, is my life looks kind of different than my siblings. And I have, like, one child, and, like, I'm cool with it. I don't know when I'm going to have another kid. I know eventually at some point I will, and I know, like, I might adopt. I don't know what's going to look like, but... I'm just like not, I totally don't want one right now. And I'm so fucking sick of people asking me every single time I see them, when are you going to have another kid? Oh, Bo needs a brother. You need to do this. And like making me feel like a shitty person because I don't want to have another kid right now. Even though I do it for myself. Well, again, is it selfish or self-care? Because then I want to invest in my career and like have a substantial career because that's really important to me in my life. And I also... On the flip side, want to have enough time for the child that I have right now and enough finances to, like, secure him. And just, like, I don't think that I could do both if I had another kid because I know I wouldn't have the time. So, it's, like, is it selfish or... No. No. I don't fucking...
fucking thing. So I think it's being smart, but whatever. I would not be happy. I obviously, if I had another kid, like I would love the kid to death. Yeah. I would be happy. (laughs) But I'm just saying like, if I had the choice, I would not want to have another kid because I know right now I want to focus on myself and my career so I don't end up resenting my life later on. Yeah. And I think, um, like going back to that, it used to be just like the normal, like, you, you have know, one kid, get you married, have another one in the next year, yeah, and get married, have a bunch of kids, and that's your life. Which, if you like, I want to have kids. Hopefully, like I aspire to do that. But if you don't feel like doing that, if you feel like traveling, or you feel like just moving in together and like working on your career, some people, you know, they're like lawyers, or they're working on their doctor practice, or just like their small business that they're opening, and they just don't have enough time for another human and it's totally fine to just like put all of your energy into one thing and I think it's like it's more normal now it's way more again Wapton's tough tough crowd because they're not as like (laughs) open-minded and I have to be completely honest I used to never ever understand like I did used to think it was selfish I never understood why people wanted to focus on a career versus family but in my career I helped so many people and I don't say that to be vain like that's truly why I do what I do because it helps people and I love to help people and so my career is like I focus to help people and to like create a healthy environment so I feel like I'm making a positive impact on people where before I never looked at a career as being so fulfilling to myself that I thought it would be selfish to like why would I focus on a career versus having a family but now I understand why people do it. So I don't know if I had to go through the transition to like understand and understand the impact that I was creating in the environment versus like maybe if you hate your career, would it make sense why you would do that? Do you know what I'm saying? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I feel like people just, they can do what they want. Yeah. It's, it's, there's no pressure anymore to pop out four kids and... Except for my family and please stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to my friend the other day and... Um, we were talking about like kids and stuff like that. And, um, we were watching the Desi Perkins. Have you watched or seen that? The Desi Perkins Mm -hmm. infertility thing. Oh no, but you did tell me about it. Oh, it's the best thing ever. (laughs) So it's this YouTuber and she had been going through like infertility stuff for six years. That would be so tough. Her last vlog that she did, she was FaceTiming her friend's six-year-old kid who her first, um, she was first tried to have a kid six years earlier than that and miscarried. So she was like, that's crazy because we were pregnant at the same time. And then it comes around full circle. And in the last vlog, she's pregnant again, FaceTiming her friend's six-year-old kid. That is so crazy. They should have, so she should have had a kid that was six. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we were talking about. And I was just like, well, like, I know this is probably annoying, but have you and your like husband like talked about it at all? And she was like, not really, but we're just so sick of family pressuring us to do it because right now we just want to live. Like we want to travel and we want to buy a house and we want to live and we want to do what we want. And like, there's all this pressure to like settle down and like quit your job and um have kids and like they're just sick of it but and, I was and like, it's like you almost get looked at differently depending on where you're at to have a different lifestyle but it's so cool I feel like nowadays where you can choose 
Yeah. There's no, there is like, I mean, there is pressure, but I feel like it's not nearly like it was however many years ago. And you can be like, granted, yes, I say people give me a hard time, but people are pretty, I mean, there are people who are pretty open-minded that you can have a discussion with who totally understand, like, you're not going to get the hate you probably used to get prior. Like even maybe 20 years ago, if somebody said they wanted to focus on their career and work and have one or two kids or whatever. And people don't think you can do it all, which you totally can. And that's not what I'm saying when I'm saying I don't want to do that. I'm just saying like, personally for me, I just like always want to take school and learn and educate and do all the things. And so like, I just want to give myself that time. So when I'm ready to like settle down, <laughs> I don't know if you will ever settle down. I don't down. know if I'll ever settle down. I, I think up. he'll just like pop out a random kid sometime and then continue on up your hill and then you'll pop out another one sometime and then you'll continue back up your hill and then maybe you'll slide down the back. I know. (laughs) I'm like, well, however old. I just always see things and I used to think, okay, hypothetically, like, let's not hypothetical. I actually did it today, but I'll explain the situation because I already told you. I was scrolling through Facebook and I used to see like activities people were doing and think, I wish I could do that one day. So I saw. <laughs> I know you exactly know. what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Um, there's no real backstory besides the fact that I was talking to um, this guy. His name is Carlos, and he's like my boss when I go to Mexico and do like a fitness vacation exchange. And he told me. He was like, if you do something rather than like yoga, you could do like aqua body strong and come here and teach it. And then you could be out in the sun and like be more interactive with the people. Cause obviously when you're just doing yoga, like they have you kind of more indoors in the gym. So it was kind of in the back of my head. And then I'm scrolling through Facebook and aqua body strong came out this board. It's like indoor board. You can use it on the floor and it's like a paddle board and like it, an aqua strong board. So it's like a three in one. And yeah, like, it like inflates and deflates. It's very interesting. And my head first went to like, it'd be so cool. I mean, they're expensive as shit. I, I really want to buy like five for the studio though because I think it would be such a fun class to offer because you can use them on like hardwood floor. That's like my eventual goal with this when you I was scrolling you through. You should buy them and then you should do it at the lake. I know. That'd be so much fun. But that's the thing. They're versatile because you can do them anywhere. Like, can you imagine doing it, like, a Sunday morning, like, in, like, the little Zorba's, like, dock? Like, yeah, and you could paddleboard from wherever you were at because it's a paddleboard, and then you could do your aqua yeah. body strong class. Because they have, like, those docks, and it's, like, usually pretty calm right there, so you could do that, and then you just get Zorba's after. <laughs> I know. It sounds like an and ideal Sunday. <laughs> anybody wants to help us we need five boards no that's my goal I really do want to buy five boards we'll see I don't understand the training I need to go okay hopefully Tyler's not listening (laughs) I need to like go back and figure out uh or like okay I gotta go back to my story first because I feel like I hopped that can you cut this part out no just keep going okay it's fine I know I just feel bad because whatever anyways okay so I'm, I'm scrolling across this page and I see this board and there's like two gals who created like the fitness vacation exchange I think they created aqua body strong too I kind of get confused but whatever I follow this girl on Facebook and she posts this picture of this board so I go to the website to look at the board and it was like become an instructor and so I clicked on the tab it was like online course now a hundred dollars and I was like well 
if you total that with the board, which I'm not going to mention the price, um, it's still pretty inexpensive. It's like actually cheaper than buying a paddle board. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And I used to look at people like and think, I wish I could do that one day. And I literally never think that anymore. I'm just like, if I want to do it, I'm always just doing it because if there's anything that this virus has taught us, it's like you literally cannot plan anything and you like have to do it when you want when you want to that's why I keep telling myself I'm so happy we went to New Zealand aren't you and that's like kind of like brings back to the other topic of like just travel or like you know like do what you want yeah because when we booked that trip there's probably like five or six people that were like why are you doing that why aren't you waiting until your honeymoon and I'm like I don't need to wait for a honeymoon to, to go, go to New Zealand or to go and to somewhere You taught cool. me that too because I always was like, I feel like people are judgmental if I want to travel. And you're like, why? Who cares? You should travel. Because when I was debating if I should book the trip for this summer, which RIP, who knows. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, should I do it? I don't want people to judge me because I just went on a trip in January. And you're you're the one who talked me through it. And you're like, just book it. I'm like, really? Because it, it, like, it makes me feel if people are judgmental that I shouldn't be doing things like that. But then on the flip side, yeah, why Why does it matter? Like you're no, the one with the experience. Go. People usually are just like envious because they don't ever pull the trigger on shit in their life. So, I mean, that's not to call anybody Life's short. Out. Life is just short. You literally, <laughs> yeah, do what you want to do and don't be normal and all of the things. Um yeah, so that's just like one of my pieces of advice. And it doesn't have to be scrolling through Facebook, but if you see something and you're like, I want to do that one day, and maybe, okay, there's... And there's a way, like so many realms where that could be. Like it could be career-wise, it could be house-wise, it could be family-wise, it could be um, fitness-wise, it could be... Is this propane burning your eyeballs? No. Oh my gosh, I must have touched something. Again. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Anyway, in all aspects of life, if you see something that you want, you do it. You do it. Except for maybe don't eat like 12 donuts. Or do. don't do that. Dude, I've been eating so much shit during quarantine anyways. <laughs> um, But I also think it's important to say, like, you just have to know yourself because I heard this thing because I'm notorious for doing all the things at once. It's like kind of how I combat my anxiety which makes zero sense but like if I'm busy then I don't think so like I do all the things so I don't think which is probably not healthy but whatever and I was listening to one of my lectures and it was like you can do everything just not at once and so you have to know your limit too like I know I can handle that course because it's like five videos whatever it is but like I know I couldn't handle there is something else I wanted to sign up for that I couldn't so like I I know where my limit is so you just have to like respect yourself and know that too because sometimes it's not a good time for you but if you want to pull the trigger and it's the right time and the only thing that's stopping you is like yourself yourself then you should do it and any aspect of life yeah and I'm not like a financial guru like don't look to me for financial (laughs) advice but another thing that I always say is like if you have good work ethic to make more money, then like, not that money doesn't matter, but like, don't be afraid to spend the money you work hard to make. Yeah. If you're always, do you know what I'm saying? So like, just say that trip is expensive and you're working really hard to save up. What's more worth it, that money or the trip, that money that's sitting in your bank account? You, if you're going to have good work ethic, you can always make that back, but you might not get that trip again. Yeah. If that 
kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because it justifies a lot of my purchases. Your whole life. <laughs> Did you see Mary's meme? It was so funny. It was like um, from Frozen 2. And it was like, who's been selling or who's been spending all the money in my bank account? And it was a little snowman and he's peeking into like a hole and he goes, Samantha? <laughs> and I was like <laughs> laughing so hard. I thought it was so funny. I'm like, yes, where is all my money going? No, we're not financial experts, but that's just what yeah. I think. Like if you're like always on the tipping point, it's like if you have a good work ethic and can make more money. Life's Why? short. Life is short. That's what I always say. Life's short. Eat the bagel. Yes. <laughs> but I want you to go first about you and your wedding. Okay, so Sophie's getting married September 18th. You Am I right? Get it right. <laughs> September 18th um, in Wisconsin. And obviously life is a little bit sketch right now. So I just right. wanted you to talk about where you're at with your feelings and like what's been affecting you with it because... I'm sure there's one bride on here maybe listening that is going through something similar where your, you know, thoughts could help her. Yeah, well, if I talk too much, I might end up crying about it, but it's okay. It's we, cry. <laughs> we cry to each other every day, so. Um, I, and I mean, there's a lot of thought process that could go into this because I, I call myself a natural overthinker of everything in life, a.k.a. I'll just sit in bed and think about things. Um, but And I think that COVID has probably brought that out in you because it... I'm not busy. You're not busy. Like what you were talking about. You're like, constantly not... Uh, you're uneasy. All of them. Yeah. Everybody is. Like yeah. that's just like a generalization. So basically my entire entirety of my life depends on what the governors are saying right now because I work in weddings so my I feel like I'm just gonna get so emotional plus my eyeballs yeah. are on fire <laughs> we'll probably both end up crying yeah. but it's okay um so I work in weddings and events and then I'm getting married this year so it seems like I can never like get out of this topic like it's pretty much evolved into my entire life right now just watching every single governor press conference <laughs> and just waiting for them to tell me that weddings are okay. Um, so I don't really know where my head's at. I try to like, like mine's in September. So I try to take that into consideration that there's a lot of other brides that are before me. There's like June and July and August. And I'm like still very hopeful at this point for September I'm very hopeful. I'm sorry, I'm closing my eyes. It's yeah. literally because they're on fire, but um, I'm, I'm still listening. I'm pretty much hopeful for like July and on, and pretty much June for North Dakota. North Dakota is a lot more hopeful, I feel like, <laughs> than other states. Um, we love the governor. <laughs> but it just, it's like a lot of like ups and downs. Like some days I'll be like, this is going to be fine. And then the next day I'll be like, this is not gonna be fine but like the one thing that and I posted about this today is like just like we don't know where this is gonna take us so I always try to just like be kind and like try to be positive towards others because it helps me stay positive if I'm like cheering other people on so I had a bride that's actually not my bride she's a friend of mine and she's getting married like three weeks before me I think, and she voice messaged me or called me. I don't know what you want to call it. It wasn't a call, but she voice messaged me the other day, and she was like, I got all of my invites in the mail, and I just, like, I don't know what to do with them. Like, I don't know if I can send them out. I don't know. Like, I'm just sad. Like, I, like they make me sad, and, like, you know how I feel about that. Like, my whole mm -hmm. dress thing, like, 
it was almost like sad getting it because I didn't know if I was going to get to wear it. And I messaged her back and I was like, life short, send the fucking invites. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, you don't know what's going to happen. Just keep planning. Keep staying positive because like when it does happen, you're going to be so happy that you were trying to be positive the whole time versus being sad about it the whole time. Do you know what I mean? I have like two comments on that. My, um, And I just forgot the second, but I want to... <laughs> I want to talk about it. But my first one to you is that through this just being like a bystander too, just in like your certain situation that you don't get to necessarily process your own wedding as much as well because you not only have to like shoot for other weddings, but then you have to be like, I I feel like you have to provide a lot of comfort to people, especially brides. Yeah. Like when they're messaging you because you want to stay optimistic, which is great. That's your job, what you should be doing. But then it's hard for you to process your own wedding in the midst of all of this. And through that, you've had to be like very, very strong for other people. And I feel like that's hard, but maybe taught you how to be optimistic about it as well. I sent you a quote about it the other day and I want to like pull that up because I think it's so true. Ugh. I just like rearranged my phone again. So I'm <laughs> so organized. It says, because I always try to tell you, and I, I think I just say it a lot, like in life, you don't know if things are going to be fine. Like you don't know. because like you, you really don't. Not even if this was going on. Yeah. Like, like something <clears throat> fucked up could happen and you don't know it's going to be fine. But like there's a different, like I feel like there's a strong difference between me saying, like, it's fine and it's okay. Like, I don't know how to describe this, but, like, it might not be fine, but you're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, no matter what, like, we will, we will figure it out. And so I saw this quote. It says, staying positive does not mean that things will always turn out fine. Rather, it is knowing that you will be okay no matter how things turn out. And I think that's, like, so good to carry with you because life is as we've discussed prior, a lot of suffering all of the time. Our shoulders hurt. Our shoulders (laughs) hurt all of the time. And you really have zero idea what each day will bring to you. And I think that like COVID and all this shit has taught us that. So like being okay, it's really taught people and especially you and especially me that you like can't plan every day and you kind of have to live in the moment, which is so hard for me. I'm a planner. I think it's been... I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's been a good thing, <laughs> but, like, I feel like it's kind of been, like, like, I'm obviously anxious about everything, like, all the time, but I'm, like, one of those people where, like, if anything goes not my way, like, if I have, if it rains and my session gets moved, usually I'm, like, can we just shoot in the rain? <laughs> but What's the big deal? What's the big deal? But now I'm kind of, like, ah, it's, I mean, it's okay. We can move. Like, I feel like it's almost made me, like, realize that I like not sweating the small stuff like I don't have to be in control of everything yes the time and I'm kind of a control freak so maybe this humbled me in a little bit where I realized I can't control everything so I guess to take out of this that's probably that's actually (laughs) like a really good I feel like it's just wrapping this whole podcast into one thing is because I'm the same way huge control freak and I just felt like well, I don't feel at peace at all, but like, yeah, almost a sense of peace in the fact that like the things that used to bother me don't bother don't. me as much as anymore. Like it's like they're so, and it sucks that it takes 
bigger shit in life to like smack you in the face but that's just how we learn and I feel like it is it's like you just can't control it and you almost have to be okay with that yeah like even today it's raining I was supposed to have a session today and I was like I guess it's fine we can move it to Friday and I was like whatever about it last year I probably would have been like let me wait until the hour before to let you know (laughs) (laughs) it might get nice you have no idea you never even if it says 100% it still might get nice yeah and I think like I just was such a like calendar control freak like if it was on my calendar it was happening that day and I just liked to plan out like if you would be like let's go get a shake I'm like okay exactly what time are we gonna get that I know you but I feel like you still (laughs) well maybe not as much anymore um, eventually we want to do a thing on podcasts that would annoy each other or like what annoys us. That's just weird. This isn't weird, but I always feel like I'm okay. If you tell me like specifically, um, I have to be like, I would never like disrespect your time in regards to like, if you're like, Sophie, I'm going to shoot pictures of you today at 8am. I would be there. But if it's kind of like a casual, like, could spare a few minutes, I'm usually not on time for Can stuff Can you pick like me that. up for my oil change at 11? <laughs> Picks me up at 11.15. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a little pushing it. But that's kind of how my timeline works. And I have to say, I mean, I know I use this as an excuse, but it, my gosh, Bo Allen, just like every single time I need to get out the door, I'm like sweating profusely because he's either like cracked his pants or needs something like every time it's something. And so I feel like I always should just like leave time for that. But instead I'm always like, Bo, why are you ready? We have to leave in two minutes. And he's like, what? Yes. But I always feel like that's before getting back to it though. I always feel like you're like, what time? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm kind of, I mean, I'm still kind of like that, but I feel like I, but like, you're okay with my answers now yeah so I think I don't know I just feel like I'm not so like uh tight on everything anymore which maybe is bad I don't know like it's probably a good thing that I'm like a very timely person but I also feel like this has made me like realize that I don't have to be so strict on every single timeline yes and maybe that'll change once things get busy again. I don't know. Right now, I just feel like everything's so, like, bleh. It doesn't really matter. And I'm like, It doesn't whatever. matter. Yeah, you can go that time. Yeah, whatever. And I think that's a good... I'm just, like, so bothered with the fuck is in my eyeballs. <laughs> when did this happen last time? Uh, oh, when we... Zorba and Logan's pickup. Yeah, it was Zorba's. Oh, yeah. Logan, bring me eye drops <laughs> ASAP. Those were so good. They burned so you, bad. Like, because you ate Subway, and it's teriyaki. Is banana you... pepper spicy mm, in your eyeballs? I mean, probably isn't the greatest thing to put in your <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> I know, but I know, I know. I guess that's my whole experience with this right now. And I guess it's kind of like my photographer for my wedding said, what a blessing that it is that you get to be... Like, you can understand your brides right now. And I'm like, yeah, such wow. a blessing. <laughs> but I actually, like, I I like that. Because she's, like, super sucky, but it makes you a really, really good person in their lives. Which is so hard because it's, like, suffer. It, like, makes you suffer. But, like. I'm suffering you, like, with them all. <laughs> yeah. But, no, you bring a light to them because they understand. Like, it's. It's so much nicer, and it just sucks, but it's just the truth. It's so much nicer to talk to people who understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Always in a hard place. So I think that's really helpful. I do think it's, like, nice that I can relate to them versus, like, just feeling like I'm their principal. You know what I mean? Like, right now, like, when they ask me questions, like, I understand how they're feeling. Like, I understand that they're always on edge, and I 
I can relate to that. Yes. Um, and it also helps you learn how to deal with the situation. Yeah. Right now, I'm just trying to take it day by day, which I think also helps. Normally, I'm like, I need to know. I need to know a month ahead out. And now I'm just like, every day, we just got to take it a day by day because it changes literally every single day. It is so nuts. But how do you feel about it? Are you going to tell us? Do you have a feeling about it? Or did you just want me to talk about it? I don't know. So I'm not going to get emotional about it. Um, Try not to. Because I don't really necessarily want to talk about like, well, it is a big part of my life, actually. So maybe I'll talk a little bit about it. But I more so want to talk about like how hard the virus has been and like somebody in the situation that like our family is in, I guess. And... I don't really know how I want to talk. Like, basically, everybody in my family has been pretty calm about the virus since it started. Like, people have been hanging out. And not to not respect social distancing, but it's just, like, everybody has their opinion, whatever. So, my mom started feeling sick, long story short, like, a month ago. And last Monday or Tuesday, the doctors found out she has cancer in her stomach. And... It's just like, we don't know anything. Nobody knows what's happening. Nobody knows the severity of it. But it's been really hard on our family for the fact, and just more so my mom in general, which makes it like if you watch somebody go through it. And I always used to say this, um, last year my coworker's mom passed away of cancer. And so I saw, I didn't see her mom go through it, but I saw her go through losing her mom, which was so traumatic. It's so hard to watch something, somebody go through something. And you can't do anything to help them. And I'm sure that's how she felt too. Um, I was a little bit not traumatized from that necessarily in her reactions. But it's just like when she, like I watched Rachel go through it day in and day out. I worked with her every single day. So then when I got the news, because I always used to say, and then you said it to me. So I thought it was so crazy when I was like, I could never imagine watching my mom go through that. And then like literally a year later, my mom is diagnosed. And then you said it to me and I was like, that's so crazy because I said that to Rachel well, let's one year ago. Well, doesn't keep going oh, no. down the line. <laughs> Absolutely not. But you know what I'm saying? It's like you just like life is so fucked up and crazy and you just have no idea what's going to happen. But the reason I wanted to bring it up, well, because it's what's going on in my life right now. And I'm just like, I like to talk about things because I want people to, you're going to learn from it in some sort of way. And it just helps me digest information. But the hard, hard part of this whole first beginning stages is that like our family is very, very, very close. We've never had anything traumatic happen in my family ever. Like my grandpa passed away, but he was sick for a long time. We're like nothing bad has ever happened to us before. So this was very shocking news for us. And then on top of that, my mom can't bring anybody to her appointments because of everything. Of, of COVID, which makes sense. But it's really hard. Like, so yesterday she went in. We still don't know any news, but yesterday she went in. She was supposed to find out some news. And long story short, um, like, couldn't bring anybody in. And all I could think about, like, the whole entire morning was how hard that would be to, like, learn you have cancer and, like, how bad it's going to be. And they shove you in all these meetings and bring you through financials and, like, you are alone. And mm-hmm. it just made me really realize and have compassion for all the people who are sick and dying alone because it's, like, and not necessarily because of COVID, like, is killing them, but just because people can't be with them yeah. during this. And so it just really, sh- like, showed me kind of 
a different perspective of the whole virus versus like it financially affected me. It affected the small business I have. It affected my mental health. And now I kind of got to see more so big picture. Yeah. Yeah. And like, okay, Sophie, again, it's like another wake up call. Like this is not just about you. Like look what people are going through. Look what they're experiencing. Um, And I think it was really humbling in that fact. But yeah, that's kind of what's going on in my life. And again, it's like one of those things because I'm such a planner. And when something like that happens, like I'm very, I wouldn't say medically based, but like I obviously like learning and like the health coaching stuff and like the nutrition stuff and all of that. Like I just want to be helpful in any situation. And I'm just frustrated because I'm in another position where it's like, zero planning again and we don't know what's going on and we don't know what's happening again and then you're like constantly with those emotions and like it's just all everything's always up in the air and so it was just another like like I literally was like are you fucking what the hell like you if just you want to get grasp me, of things yeah like, and you can't control it nothing it's like if somebody told me something shocking today I would be like I would probably respond so differently because I'm like <laughs> what else because it's like if you would have told me like four months ago came literally like four months ago oh in 2020 you're going to not be able to work there's going to be a pandemic your mom's gonna get sick I would be like you're just what 2020 was supposed to be my (laughs) year (laughs) and so it's just like and it's okay like I want to talk about it it's fine but it's like this kind of brings back to my post that I said today like you and me are going through this pandemic together but we're going through it so much differently at the same time but we are both experiencing like a lot of pain, and and, and that's what and not my to whole, say nobody is, but yes, yeah, like that's it's what, just so different. That's what my whole post was about: was like we're all going through this differently, and you just need to like be kind because you really don't know the next person's issues. No, like, and they're not going to probably tell you if you don't know them. No, and like the reason, <laughs> and I feel very comfortable talking. Well, just because I'm talking to you, but like not a ton of people also hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> literally like my mom's gonna listen to it and obviously she knows what's going on and your mom as well but it's like I don't know there's just it's we can talk about it as much as we want on here but there's still not not everybody's gonna know what's going on in our life so I do think it's so important because these are big like the issues me and you are kind of going through are like kind of bigger issues yeah but like, I like they're big life issues yeah big life issues but that doesn't mean like whatever even you're... prior to this yeah. before any of this happened like I would not say I thoroughly enjoyed life like there was things on my plate where I was like this really sucks and I still felt the gravity of that situation so it doesn't necessarily need to be like big life things I mean everybody's stuff is important but it's just like be mindful because life is so crushing to people sometimes I mean like again suffering it just kind of keeps coming back to that life short eat the bagel yes but it's just like life is a lot of suffering and people especially right now just need positivity and kindness and just being mindful of how and respectful and respectful of how like this could be affecting people everybody differently has different views whether or not that means that they think we should go out or stay in but just like Spreading kindness and respect towards everybody is pretty much the only human thing you can control right now, which maybe, yes. maybe that's why I talk about it because it's like the only thing I can do to help. I don't feel like I can do anything else to help. Like I'm not going to change the virus's mind. I'm not going to change politics, but I can be, I can be nice to the person 
that I see that day. And that... And I do think that holds such value. So, with that... Yeah. We're kind of towards the end. Being kind. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot of... Did we figure out that was podge? I know my mom Hodgepodge. Oh, okay. My mom was like, you were right. And then I was like, what did I say? It's pretty, like, pretty hodge heavy, podge. heavy podcast, but it's real. It's real. It's kind of what's going on in our lives. Um, I would like to end on a funny story, and I'm trying to think if anything happened funny to me. I have something funny, but pretty much everybody that saw my Snapchat story probably saw this as well. Did you post it today? No. Oh, it was a bow. So the other day I came over to Sophie's house and I said, hi, Bo, how are you? (laughs) And he goes, leave me alone. Leave me alone. And he screams at me and I just started (laughs) laughing and I had to record it. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, what, Bo? And he's like, don't freaking judge me. (laughs) My favorite. And I know I'm probably getting a lot of like (laughs) shit for the way I raise my child. He's the best kid. So I don't care. But anyways. I I love, and then we'll kind of wrap up on this because I just think it's so cool, but like toddlers just show their real raw emotion all of the time and they yeah. fucking get away with it. Yeah. And they can have a panic attack in the store and throw a toy and then give you a hug three seconds later. And I think it just kind of shows like if we as humans didn't bottle up our emotions so much, like, and just let it out, we'd probably be so much happier because Bo is happy a lot of the time. But he shows them tr- his true colors a lot of the time. He's not happy if he doesn't get a nap. Let me tell you that, guys. He or, needs a nap. Or more than two gummies. Mm. I tricked him and said, your vitamins are your gummies. And now he thinks they're treats. So when he's good, he thinks he gets them. And yeah. that's just a whole, a whole nother, Yeah. But and adults need naps. We need naps, and we need to be able to scream whenever we want in public. Yeah, that's that's. I would that's, love that. That's the bottom line of what, and if we don't like people, like he'll straight up be like, "No, I don't like that person today." And it's like, wow, I wish that adults. Could I wish I could people. say that. I know. I really don't like you today, but but it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Balls. Oh, uh, funny but, yeah. Bo. Bo. Bo's a light. That's true. He's. He's the best little boy. But we're um, we're probably pretty long by now, so we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we have to go pick up Bo. Actually, oh, just remember we do? right okay. now. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> um, we're going to sign off for today with I freaking love you. I freaking love you. Spread kindness. Yes, spread kindness.